Welcome to our podcast, Faith and Reiki. I'm Michelle. And I'm Heather. Our intent is to bring the Reiki practice to the mainstream community and show the harmony between Reiki and our Christian faith. While we call ourselves Christians, we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Therefore, our views do not represent the full scope of all Christian denominations nor do we officially represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're so glad you're spending time with us today. Hello, we are back with another engaging conversation. Michelle, what are we talking about tonight? Today we are going to discuss what is the role of a Reiki practitioner? Well, we're going to start with that. <laughs> um, and, you know, when you and I were just discussing a couple of things right before we started recording and, um, you know, we, we just wanted to share basically the role of a Reiki practitioner is really to provide a safe space a peaceful space for people to um, come and just um, get in tune with their bodies and their emotions um, and it is our role to provide a guide on how to process emotions release emotions how to I, I really want to just say it's a safe space for people to come and unload. Yeah, that's the perfect, succinct definition, I think. We yeah. provide a space and we also act as a guide to help you. Because it's very difficult to do those things on your own sometimes. Yeah. So, and I think the most beautiful part of that is um, that both you and I know, well, we our empaths mm -hmm. <laughs> that load doesn't stay with us you know but that load is um carried and taken by the lord and and he very much so takes part of that session and yeah practice. yeah we um as practitioners we can't do anything for the person outside of what they are willing to do Mm -hmm. Right. So we don't take it for them. It's actually the person releasing and letting it go. And we are just basically talking them through it. Yeah. And giving them the good um, feelings and intentions so that they feel safe and able to do it. So, yeah. And um, again, that is done by by choice. Yeah. Nobody yeah. makes you do anything. You're not right. forced to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> your sub your subconscious is your higher self and it is wise and it knows what, how, and the right moment for things. So, yeah. And one of the reasons why it's really important that we're talking about this tonight is because we understand what our role is in Reiki. But a lot of people who have never experienced it before um, have a misunderstanding mm -hmm. about what the purpose of Reiki is and what the pur our purpose is in the practice. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to not only say 
what our role is, but we also want to make it clear what our role not is. And um, both of us have been um, accused of several things, given several names that (laughs) we will mention um, solely for the purpose of dispelling any myths that there might be out there. clarifying any any feelings that maybe even you have had and have been too afraid to ask you know can I can I just say that yeah this is the one podcast that I wish we would record and put on YouTube so that you can see my facial expressions (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) um (laughs) so yeah I I think we don't get offended we don't (laughs) mind when we are accused of things um it's it's you know not hurtful as much as it is just like a little bit sad because we really want people to understand it we don't want people to have any fear about it and so um, I definitely spend a lot of my time educating people. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of what tonight is. Yeah. Um, it's just sad when someone feels that they need to accuse someone of something that they don't even understand yeah. themselves. So, yeah. 100%. so let's clear some of that up, shall <laughs> we? Let's start with number one. So the very first accusation I ever received when I started practicing Reiki was that I was using priestcraft. So I went to the scriptures and I looked up um, what the scriptures define priestcraft as. And this is in 2 Nephi chapter 26, verse 29. He commandeth that there shall be no priestcrafts. For behold, priestcrafts are that men preach and set themselves up for a light unto the world that they may get gain and praise of the world, but they seek not the welfare of Zion. And so I take this definition to mean that they want the glory for themselves. They're Mm -hmm. setting themselves up on a pedestal and saying, look what I can do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They're not giving that glory to God. And um, at least Michelle and I, you know, we can't speak for all Reiki practitioners. We can only speak for our personal practice. Of course. Um, and, you know, the practitioners that we have taught and received Reiki from. But we personally um, have a very Christ-centered practice, and we make sure to always make it clear that... God is very much involved in our sessions and um, even to the fact that we don't even call ourselves um, healers like some other people might do in the energy world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We believe that all healing that's done in these sessions, you know, we know the source that it comes from, mm-hmm. um, that it comes from God and Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, you know, we have... Um, we have (laughs) you have (laughs) had the opportunity to give um a reiki session to people that don't believe in god Mm -hmm. you know and there's still the words of the the light of christ a higher power you know that is in our hearts it still means the same thing it's god you know even though but we we want to be respectful of their own of the beliefs of the recipients 
Um, and, um, but our heart is, is with the Lord at all times. Yeah. I mean, we definitely know that this practice is beneficial to all people, whether, you know, they're Christian or not. And so we are very respectful during my sessions. I'll ask them, you know, like what, term do you prefer that I use and so Mm -hmm. I can use my higher power or the universe Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I just know what I personally channel yeah and I believe that it is still helpful for them to get in tune with that desire to reach for something that they know is outside of themselves yes and so they're still connecting to something Mm -hmm. and not saying here, look at all this healing that I've done, you know? Yeah, even, you know, their attitude is an attitude of um, humble, being humble and coming and recognizing and knowing that this is something bigger than them, you know, where they need Mm -hmm. um, help. Yeah, it's done in humility and reverence. Um, And I, I would just mention like one more aspect that people typically think of when they hear the word priestcraft is that you know, charging money. So let's address that just real quick because we do charge money for Reiki. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, but one thing that my teacher taught me and I definitely believe this, I'm in line with her belief is that we don't actually charge for Reiki itself. So it's not that I mean, the light of Christ is something that everyone has, right? It's free. Everyone has access to it. So you're not paying for that access. What you're paying for is the space that we have created, the materials that we've gathered to use, the training that we've had to pay for and receive. All of these things cost money. Our time, yeah. You know, um, and can I just say that it's thousands of dollars? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> may not realize that, <laughs> and we charge the two digit numbers, <laughs> yeah, or you know, so yeah. yeah, I definitely, and that is something that I learned from you, you know, as mm-hmm. you're as my teacher. Um, that was something that I did personally had to be okay with and understanding um where that would be you know um and even though we charge we also still give plenty of free sessions yeah (laughs) I don't know about you but you know um Mm -hmm. I if I see somebody that really 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 needs it yeah and they really just don't have and they have Mm -hmm. the dollar bills Mm -hmm. and that's what they you know like we give that session to them um, yeah. Our family members are the first beneficiaries yep. <laughs> of all this. Um, so, yeah, to me, um, money is just a tool that is used to express your appreciation for a service. Yeah. And so it's helpful for me, not because I'm trying to get rich off of everyone, but I want to be able to continue serving people. I want to be able to continue giving this service to others. And if I'm not compensated for the money that I have to pay to provide the service, then I can't continue giving it. So that's where I feel comfortable charging. Not only that, but, you know, just like um, it's not all gain, just like any other business, there is still an investment that is done. I mean, do Mm -hmm. you not come to a comfortable table 
do you not come to maybe a heated table are there not other tools do you not go home with any support tools um you know and so um all of that is taken into account but you know you're so right I agree with you and I feel the same way that you do when people um when when people you know pay the fee the Mm -hmm. amount um you feel like they do value the time the training the time away from your family I mean you know my children are the best thing that I have and any second away from them because I already have a full-time job mm-hmm. um, is so precious um, I really have to to want to do this <laughs> yeah so no definitely um, I'm glad that we we talked about the money thing um, <sighs> my thought will come back to me as we go on <laughs> there's something else that I want to say about that um, Also, I did want to mention that one of the reasons that we feel safe in this practice, knowing that we are not doing priestcraft, is because of the way that we live our lives. Um, Being members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints means that when we are baptized, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And... While everyone has the influence of the Spirit in their lives, we um, believe that upon baptism, that is a gift where the Holy Ghost will be with us at all times. And a part of having that Spirit with us is to help us judge whether the practices that we have, the hobbies we have, the interests that we pursue, whether they are in line with God's will, whether they go against what he would have us do. Yeah. And, um, and I've worked my entire life at being sensitive to the spirit and being able to recognize how it communicates with me. And every time I have um, continued my practice in Reiki, I've had nothing but more and more confirmations that what I'm doing is good that it's helpful and that it's um, approved of (laughs) in my personal life for me by Christ, that he's, he's okay with me doing it. And so I think everybody probably needs that personal um, affirmation to them. You know, maybe it's not for them. Maybe, you know, they need something else, but that, Yeah, because different tools will speak to different people. And God loves us so much that he's not going to provide um, just one support tool. Yep. Yes. Um, he's going to make sure that we are filled personalized, you know, in a personalized yeah. way by him. And that is the different tools that we can come across. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. So let's move on to the second thing. Uh, the second one was that people try to be a little bit kinder, right? In their accusations. And they say, well, um, maybe you're just, you maybe, how do you know you're not meddling with something that you You shouldn't shouldn't. quote unquote? (laughs) Um, now that's obviously 
pretty general in <laughs> did, you, did right? you respond that question with a question and say well how do you know the church is true <laughs> <laughs> i did not think of that at the time but um i will say that maybe what they are referring to mm-hmm. is something that might be on the line of like is this of God or is this of the devil? You know, they just want to, I think they're genuinely concerned. They want to make sure that I'm not like strained from the path. Right. Um, and so like three years ago, I had written down some notes to myself about this, um, because I wanted to be very clear, even with myself, you know, what it was that I was doing. And I just want to say that, um, to me, meddling with something, it just sounds sneaky, right? It sounds like, oh, I don't want someone to find out about this, or that it's tricky, or, you know, that I'm trying to conjure up some mystical power, you know, Um, but I will say that what I do is I use my spiritual gifts. I use my gift of empathy. I used my intuition and we have been encouraged to not only use them, but seek them out, you know, these spiritual gifts. And, um, I don't do anything that is against anybody's will. I don't do anything that's against the will of God. And I don't seek to predict the future. Um, I always get permission from the person. I don't ever go out and just do things because I feel like it. It's people that are coming to me and saying, Hey, I have this issue. Can you, you know, help me? I want to, I want to release some of this stress and craziness going on. Um, and so, I look at it as, yeah, I've learned tools that is great for releasing stress. Come to me. Let's work on this together. You know, to me, that's like the same purpose as having a therapist. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Can I ask you something? Have you had these questions? um, I mean, these comments shared with you um, before or after a session? Um, generally these are by people who have not even had a session. Yeah. Right. So it's just this outside fear, this outside perspective on something that they don't understand. Um, maybe because Reiki is an unfamiliar word, right? It comes from this culture that they may not understand. It comes from an Eastern culture. It's a practice that is very common to a certain people, but it's not so common out here. Mm -hmm. And, um, And so I just want to say that Reiki is an energy work in general is not so different than things we do practice all the time, but that we just don't give it the name energy work or Reiki. Um, So for example, I tell people mothers use Reiki all the time Mm -hmm. because they use their hands to comfort and heal their children all the time. Um, You know, religious people who are praying to me, that's energy work. We are connecting to a being across distance just with our thoughts. And time. 
across yeah across space and time time. it's incredible right um and i think about even people in ordinary careers yes they've received training and they use that training to make decisions in their work but do they not also have the right to use their intuition and to receive inspiration for their work Mm -hmm. it happens all the time yeah so yeah i do the same (laughs) (laughs) okay now the last two things that i've been can um what's the word (laughs) accused of is witchcraft and paganism so um i am pretty sensitive to people um calling me a witch um even if it's done in a joking manner because i think it gives a false impression yeah um yeah there really are people out there that do practice witchcraft and call themselves a witch in a very serious way and um there's lots of different ways that people practice that and so i'm not going to get into every single way that people practice witchcraft but i definitely don't want reiki to be confused as being under that same scope it's very very different and um it's not oh go ahead yeah i feel like it's it's um yeah it's it's very different but you know in my previous job i did have um a co-worker that called herself a witch and she practiced witchcraft and she practiced a uh, wicca nicest person ever like nicest person ever like i honestly i feel like from everybody in our section of work our team um she was probably the one with better intentions than the other mm. people <laughs> um yeah. for everybody else but in we're obviously not going to get into that also because we don't know we don't have that information so we're not going to share any false information you know um we're not going to talk about something we don't know yeah (laughs) thank you that that's a really great point um and so we did look up um the definition of paganism and we realized there it can actually be a few different things So my first understanding of paganism is that it was um, believing in or worshiping anything else besides God, um, putting something in his place. And then um, as we researched further, we found out that paganism can also refer to any immoral practice that is done in the name of God. So here we have... you know one thing that kind of denies god the here we have another thing where it's like done in his name but it's actually incredibly immoral Mm -hmm. and um i would just encourage any of you to not ever blame anyone of anything that you don't even personally understand yourself yeah um if anybody understood me or and you know Mm -hmm. understood the Reiki practice, they would know that there is no worship going on of anything other than God. They would know that there's nothing immoral occurring during a session. Um, And I feel like all the feedback I've ever received from clients is that they have left feeling incredibly at peace and 
you know, balanced and align with their spiritual self. So, yeah, I think a lot of people um, get confused because they see so many similarities with things that are sacred to them. Um, you know, like symbolism. <laughs> um, there's a lot of symbolism um, in the Japanese culture and Reiki comes from that culture um, that, um, you know, they just start making their own stories, their own interpretation um, of, you know, putting this whole story together in, in their minds. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean that honestly it's a, it's a topic for a whole another day of yeah, all we might need symbolism. to <laughs> I know I've I've helped myself out cuz there's so much that we yeah that we can just do a whole episode on. Yeah, so if you're <laughs> curious about that, don't worry, we will address it. Just keep listening. <laughs> um but before we end today, I would just like to leave you listeners with um my testimony because it has been incredibly strengthened through my Reiki practice. Um, through this practice, I have come to know that God loves all of us, that he is the master healer, and that he has provided so many things on this earth to give us that healing, because he wants to relieve us from pain. Yeah. Um, he is giving us given us you know herbal medicine as plants he's given us modern day medicine mm -hmm. he has given us friends that we can go to and talk to he's given us angels he's um and i personally believe that reiki is another thing that he has given to me in my life to help me heal um from emotional trauma, whether that's past or present, to help me heal from anxiety, to help me heal from depression, to help me heal from things going on in my personal life and relationships. And, um, and I know that, um, that miracles can happen in many different ways. And, and I've seen uh, those miracles in my life, inside and outside of Reiki. So. Yeah. I just wanted to leave that testimony with you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I hope we didn't um, sound too much like we are trying to defend Reiki. <laughs> not at all. That is not our intention. We really just want to educate. Um, that is what we are doing. We're just sharing our knowledge of what it is through experience. That's really, there's no better knowledge than that one. <laughs> Um, and with as you will continue learning with all of our episodes, um, there's absolutely nothing. Um, I was going to say nothing magical, but I kind of like that word of <laughs> with Reiki. But, you know, it's it's not magic. It's so science based. It is science based. And we again, that's another topic for another episode but thank you so much for spending some time with us we appreciate um you guys being interested and um in in clearing up this these myths that we have come across um and again please we are gonna leave also the link uh, for you guys to share more feedback more questions if you want to be part of the conversation, we are happy to do a part two um, if you have some comments for us. 
but we hope you have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing night, and that all um, of your intentions are sharing love with everybody around you and with yourself. Have a great day. Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us today. We love your company and we hope you do too. Our intent is always to help strengthen your faith as we share our personal journey with Reiki. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions you have. We promise we will do our best to address them with the experience that we have. You can contact us by clicking on the link in the description of the podcast, or you can simply leave us a review. Join us next time as we discuss what is Reiki. Sending you love and light.